Hey everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Hollywood Cast Connection. Uh, you are currently tuned in to episode number 16, and this is the first episode that I've decided to start announcing the episode numbers. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, we, uh, I'm Sam. I'm going to be your host for the day. This is the game where we fabricate relation through degrees of separation, meaning we connect actors to actors through actors through all the movies that they've all been in. And uh, it's a pretty good time. We like to have fun with it. Uh, you know who I am. I'm going to um, introduce my co-host and cohort here in just a moment. But before I do that, it's going to be a little bit tricky today because... My Paul is not the only Paul on the call. Um, we have a very special guest with us, and I'm going to get to him in just a second. But uh, Paul, my Paul, I know you've seen The Office several times. So the way they resolved a similar first name situation on The Office was to call one of them by the middle names, which is hilarious because your middle <laughs> name is actually <laughs> the other middle name. So on The Office, they had two Kellys, and one of them they started calling Aaron. Since we have two Pauls in this one my Paul, I'm just going to call you Aaron, because that's actually your middle name anyway. So, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so Aaron, uh, before we introduce our guest, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm uh, glad that we got Paul, the other Paul, in here uh, today, <laughs> and I'm, I'm excited about what this episode's going to be like, episode 16. Episode 16. I'm, I think you guys are going to be pleasantly surprised, um, but I think we've teased it long enough now. Our very special guest for the day is a guy that I've been working to get on this show for a while, and uh, the the cards fell into place, and we were lucky enough to squeeze him in for today. Uh, he's the Samuel L. Jackson of the podcast trivia circuit. He's the hardest working man <laughs> in the circuit there. Paul McLaughlin. Paul, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing all right, guys. Uh just hope I can live up to this hype because <laughs> I am. This is I, I love movies. Sure. This is not my wheelhouse. Trying sure. to trying to remember actors' names. This <laughs> this has a a very high potential to be a brutal afternoon. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised the things that I think I know that end up being completely incorrect over the course of it. Um, well, if you if you're familiar with that voice that you just heard, uh, you probably heard him on Triviality or Trivial Warfare or Blitz or things that are blank. Um, he genuinely is the hardest working guy. He gets he gets around and makes appearances in all those places. But Paul, why don't you tell everybody who may not know who you are just a little bit about yourself? Uh, Paul McLaughlin. I live in Brick Township, New Jersey, just a couple of miles off from the Jersey Shore. Uh, I am a retired integration researcher and an occasional bartender these days. Um, I live here with my wife and my two daughters and uh, just enjoying life. That's amazing. Uh, I can tell you live close to the Jersey Shore because of your tan and the abs. Like, <laughs> you could have put a shirt on before we started recording. I don't... Yeah, <laughs> I got to show these things off to somebody. <laughs> Yeah, with social distancing, it's hard to get out. Exactly. Just flexing the whole time with the <laughs> dancing there. <laughs> uh, that is great. Um, Paul and I generally start off, sorry, Paul Aaron and I generally start off by talking about movies we've watched recently. Is there anything that you've watched recently or run across in your movie watching that uh, you feel might be worth a mention? Um. Yeah, mostly we, uh, we've been just uh, uh, watching Netflix series or or. Disney Plus series sure. or anything like that. Yeah, a, a lot of TV. Uh, 
the now my my six year old daughter uh, recently really got into Harry Potter, so we awesome. sat down sat down the past couple of weeks and uh, binged eight movies of that. That's amazing. Yeah, I have all eight of them. Uh, minus the two Fantastic Beast movies sitting right here on my shelf. So yeah, and and then yeah, after we finished up, she's like, well, I want more. I'm like, okay, Fantastic Beasts, it is. Lucky you. There's two more. Yeah. No, that will serve you well in this game. There's a little teaser for the special features round, but uh, there is a little bit of little bit of Harry Potter there. This game was kind of written around some some of my personal favorites, and then just some general favorites that we get uh that we get requests for a lot but um i'll get to that when we get to that part of the game uh paul aaron any movies that you've watched recently that you want to mention <sighs> um a lot some were <laughs> not worth mentioning i did finally see the peanut butter falcon which i really oh, yeah. enjoyed shia LaBeouf um, and uh, dakota johnson yeah that was really good i i really uh, liked that too that's it's so rare it, it's rare enough that I see a movie, let alone ones that are not hit movies. So, sure. Yeah, you know, but uh, my my <laughs> wife uh, found that on you know one of the streaming ones the other day, like two weeks ago, and uh, really really enjoyed that. That sounds uh, like one I definitely need to put on my list there, since it's been it's got it's been given two Pauls up, I guess is what you would say <laughs> with that. <laughs> uh, Anything else you want to mention before we uh, move on to the next part of the episode there? Um, Land of the Lost, which I did not want to mention. <laughs> but I watched Ferrell it for one? the first time. Yeah, I watched it for the first time last week. Where he talks a lot about his floor shine boots. Yep. So you know, you're, you're saying Land of the Lost. Did, was Will Ferrell in that? Yes. Yep. Yes, and yeah, and it, it it just hit me now. I, I mean, we're talking movies that are years and years old. It never occurred to me the connection between him being in Land of the Lost and the name of his character in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. What is his character's name in that? Marshall Will and Holly. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. We just talked about Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back with uh, yeah, he, with he plays Jason Marshall Marshall. Will and Holly and the, the <laughs> main and characters. Holly. Yeah, Marshall Will and Holly on a routine <laughs> expedition. <Yep>. That's so <laughs> funny. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I never never made that connection either. I remember um, watching an iteration of the TV show version of that. I don't know if it was the original or if they did another remake in the 90s or not, but my mom used to make the slee stack face. And, uh, <laughs> that's yeah, something they, that they sticks in the nightmares as a kid. For sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, those are all good recommendations. Uh, well, one of them is kind of an anti-recommendation, but uh, <laughs> we, we definitely got some things that we can maybe uh, maybe try to mention on this week's episode. Um, are you guys ready to play a game? Let's do it. Yep. All right. Well, before we play that game, let's find out how the game is played. And to find that out, I'm going to throw it to myself for a rules reading. Here's how the Hollywood cast connection is played. Each game consists of two regular rounds and a special features round designed by the host. Each regular round, we run our range. Yes, our random actor name generation engine, which returns two random actor names. Players must then connect the two actors from the range to each other via actors they appeared alongside in films. Players can use any feature-length film, whether animated or live action. Each completed cast list is worth 10 points. Each round we also draw an action card. There are a variety of action cards that provide players with opportunity for additional points each round. Point values vary by action card. 
The goal of the game is to get to at least 60 points because we're clever and six degrees looks like six O, which looks like 60. Oh, thank you so much, Sam, for that amazing rules reading. Um, just every week, you know, I don't, I can't say enough about how, how great it is. Um, it's really silly that I have to keep making that same joke. But <laughs> now that we know how to play, let's jump right into it. And to get round one started, we are going to run our random actor name generation engine. That is right, the range. And here we go. And I don't know if anybody else has this every every episode when you talk about running the range. I don't know if anybody else has kids of the right age where they get the backyardigan song riding the range stuck in their head. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Every time. That's so funny. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but I do love the backyardigans. Everything on that show is catchy and gets stuck in your head. Oh, right. Oh, wow. Here we go. Um, we got a couple of names that I think are going to be, uh, pretty fun for everybody to try to try to put together. And I don't know that they're in a movie together. If they are, we can address that. But connection number one for round number one is James Earl Jones, Mr. James Earl Jones. Um, and he's a name that obviously everyone knows. He's definitely a voice that everyone knows, but we are trying to connect Mr. James Earl Jones to another face that pretty much everybody in the world knows now. Robert Downey Jr. So we're trying to get James Earl Jones to Robert Downey Jr. Paul Aaron, are you familiar with any movies that these two guys have been in together? Nope. I can't think of anything. Okay, good. Me either. Um, just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing something in my memories there. Um, but before you guys start putting those two guys together, which I think is going to be interesting and possibly easy, let's make it a little bit more difficult and get ourselves an action card. Roll sound. Sound speed. Pictures up. Roll camera. Scene one. Take one. Marker. Camera set. Action. Oh, come on. You've got to be kidding me. This is going to be an easy one for sure. Uh, <laughs> movies and, uh, with superheroes. It's going to be <laughs> close. It's, uh, it's actually masks. more genetic. Yeah. It's is a it props really? card and it's movies where someone wears a mask. Oh, so. my God. <laughs> Of all the random cards to land on, uh, we're trying to connect James Earl Jones to Robert Downey Jr. using as many instances as we can of movies where someone wears a mask. Let's get to it. Let me wax philosophical for a moment. As actors, don't they wear a mask in every role? <laughs> <laughs> Is the role itself not but a mask? I found a really quick solution. Like a really fast uh, connection between the two of them. Sure. And I'm thinking through still to figure out if I can throw any more mask movies in there. So I don't want to lock in yet. I understand that. <laughs> well, I can think of movies where both of those guys wear masks. Um, but I was trying to figure out a way to connect one franchise to the other. That's essentially what I did through was one other movie. Yeah. yeah. Paul, don't worry if you get stuck on this one. The next round is all hockey and geography. So <laughs> I, I had said that on that uh, uh, Blitz because my the previous time I was on Blitz, my two misses were hockey and geography. <laughs> sure, right. 
I was just and listening it to the me uh... off because everything they asked everybody else, yep, knew it cold. Oh, okay, great. Oh, exactly. It's always uh, the ones that come to you are the ones you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Except, except that last time, I, I so <laughs> I was. I spent so much time saying to myself, like, "Ooh, glad I didn't have that one. Ooh, glad that oh, one really? didn't get it my <laughs> yeah. way. That was a good one. Paul, Aaron, are you still trying to put some additional ones together? Yeah. Which basically just involves opening up one end and just inserting another actor in there. Because <laughs> I can get so many different people to Robert Downey Jr. Sure. That have all been in the same movies as each other and him. This would be a good time to throw out like a yellow card, like no Marvel movies right, on this one. But that would be impossible. That would be impossible for sure. Did you full circle yourself? Because that is a Sam classic. Uh, no, I I was trying to go, well, obviously, you know, okay, since we're doing Mask, I'm trying to go Star Wars to Iron Man or, right. you know, something exactly. like that. Um, and I wound up going down another James Earl Jones, where the hero wears a mask movie. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and didn't, I, I was giving my cre- myself credit for both movies. And I'm like, well, no, I got to pick one. <laughs> one or the other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I started going another direction and it wasn't taking me anywhere good. I thought I was going to be able to get more masks out of it. And then I realized I was thinking of something completely different altogether. So <laughs> I'm just, to I'm going to lock in theme. with okay. my short list. Paul Aaron, my Paul is locked in. All right, I'm almost there. Good deal. You can talk it out now if you uh, if you feel like it. Since my Paul is locked in, <laughs> Paul Paul. Paul Paul. What's it like having the same middle name as your first name, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> When you were saying before about the same middle name, I thought you were saying that his middle name was Michael as well. Oh, no way. Like, That's our dad's name. That's funny. <laughs> no, it was from The Office. Her name was, it was right, Kelly Aaron. Aaron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and his his middle name actually just is Aaron, which is funny. So, I'm very curious, Paul, to know what other movie you were talking about with James Earl Jones where there's a mask. Uh, narrating counts, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. He, he was the narrator of Judge Dredd. Oh, no way. I did not know that. Yeah. Narrators are always tricky. I, um, in doing research for this special features round, actually ran across several movies that were narrated by a certain guy. So apparently he's a popular narrator. Yeah. Was it Stephen Fry? No, but he's a good one, too. <laughs> for some reason, I have Gilbert Gottfried in my head narrating something. That would be I, miserable. I <laughs> Why would anybody hire him to narrate? I think something? that it, it it's like Ella Enchanted or something. Like I can picture the book opening right oh at the beginning God. of the movie, and he's like, "Once upon a time." <laughs> Is that the one with Amy Adams or the one with uh, uh, Anne, Anne Hathaway? Hathaway? But I'm not uh, yeah. sure that that's what it was. Oh my word, I just googled Gilbert Gottfried narrate and it said Gilbert Gottfried narrates 50 shades of gray. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> Could you imagine? Apparently there's a video. I will have to look that up later. I'm happy cause leading up to this, I had a couple of just interesting ones that I was hoping I would be able to to 
put into play and sure. I found a way to, to work one in here. So, okay. Perfect. Those are always fun. I catch myself doing that, and you and I have texted about it. We're all watching a movie, and then I'm like, oh, that's going to be a good one to bring up on a show <laughs> So, What were you going to say? Sorry, you looked excited. Oh, me? I don't, I, I'm, I'm set here. Oh, awesome. Both players have locked in. I, for one, am anxious to hear what the answers were. Um, Paul, since you are our guest, uh, we'll let you go first and read through your list. Okay. Well, I, I am... Stunned that as a Star Wars fan, I, I did not go the Star Wars route with uh, with James <laughs> Earl Jones and, and get the easy mask one there. Sure. Um, but I did get him into a movie where somebody's wearing a mask. Uh, so we start out. James Earl Jones was the narrator in Judge Dredd. Awesome. Which starred Sylvester Stallone wearing sure. a mask. Who was also in The Expendables. With Jason Statham. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jason Statham was the voice of Tybalt in Nomeo and Juliet. No which way. Is one, which is one of those movies that I saw the trailer for it and I thought this is going to be such a heaping pile of garbage. <laughs> and my oldest daughter got so into it. I saw it 50 times and it's really entertaining. That's great. Yeah. I know. I saw it once and then they made a Sherlock Gnomes after that yeah, too, I, right? Yeah. And, I saw the trailer for Sherlock Gnomes and man, that looks terrible. Wait a minute. I still haven't seen it, but I am definitely willing to give it a chance. Oh, that's too funny. Uh, Nomeo and Juliet, uh, Lady Blueberry in that was voiced by Maggie Smith. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and this connection, I, this next connection I I put together a while ago and, and thought it was really cool. Uh, the, the next one, uh, both actresses play the same role in different times. Uh, Maggie Smith plays uh, old Wendy in Hook. Correct, yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow plays young Wendy. Oh, no way. That's Gwyneth, awesome. Gwyneth Paltrow, Pepper Potts, Iron Man, and that takes us to <laughs> Danny Jr. You brought it home. That's great. Um that's a wonderful list, and I um, I had forgotten about that uh, being Gwyneth Paltrow in Hook. I do remember Maggie Smith because she's the uh, the prominent old Wendy there. But that is fantastic. Um, and then and, and how actually, many and by by saying Iron Man? Let, let me go with one of the later ones in the series, so we get sure. Paltrow in a mask too. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean we only count the movie one time because we don't count the characters in the masks, but it's all good. Um, but so, how many did you have then? Uh, so we got Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd and Iron Man, and Iron Man. Right? Awesome. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if there were any masks in Nomeo or any I, other I, ones. <laughs> there's Paul a lot to verify. So, well, well, I, I know there's there's some disguises, but I don't think no, no, we, sure. we won't count one. <laughs> okay. Hey, that's a good spot to be, though. You got 10 points for completing the connection and 10 additional points for two movies where uh, people wear masks. So that puts you at 20 points. Uh, Paul Aaron, my Paul, what did you come up with? All right. I started with James Earl Jones in Star Wars because I will take a gimme as often as you'll give it to me. Uh, Yep. (laughs) That was uh, A New Hope. And I connected him to Harrison Ford, who okay. was in 42, which could have taken me a couple of different directions. 
because uh, Alan Tudyk was in that. I was going to try to go A Knight's Tale to Paul Bettany and then throw Mask in there, but I didn't want to. I, I wasn't sure about like the masquerade scene in A Knight's Tale, so I just went straight to Chadwick Boseman okay. in 42, and then Chadwick Boseman and Robert Downey Jr. were both in Captain America Civil War together, and they wore masks in that. And there are catchers that wear masks in 42. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I wrote it, but I don't know if you want to count that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Paul, what do you think about that? Ooh, that's I. How are we defining a mask? I mean... <laughs> Technically, it goes over your face, I guess. Um, and I but... think Harrison Ford wore a false nose in that <laughs> movie too. So. <laughs> now we're getting a little bit deep. Two half masks count as one mask. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to give you just the two. I'm going to give you Star Wars uh, because Darth Vader wears the helmet slash mask, um, and then I'm going to give you. Captain America Civil War is what you said, right? Right. Uh, where both of those guys wear masks, but that'll get you 10 points for completing the round plus 10 additional points. You guys are tied at the end of the first round. It is 20 to 20. We've got a, a bunch of game left to play. So uh, we're going to take one real quick break and then we'll be right back with the second round. And we are back from our break. Um, I don't know about you guys. I had a very productive break. I uh, I was able to add some more to the upcoming special features round, he said, rubbing his hands in anticipation. Uh, but before we get there, we've got one more regular round to go. Uh, and to get into that second round, we are going to run our range one more time. Oh, here we go. This is going to be good. I know we've talked about a couple of these guys um, on the show before, but I don't think we've actually used them as a connection. Um, starting on one end with uh, a very prolific action star and then uh, who kind of branched into some other things later in his career, Mr. Mel Gibson. Um, Mel Gibson is our first point in the chain here. Uh, and then we are trying to connect Mel Gibson to Michael Keaton. Have we used Michael Keaton before, Paul? No, but I'm, for some reason, I'm <laughs> thinking they're in a movie together, but I can't not. think of anything. <clears throat> Paul McLaughlin, can you think of a movie where Mel Gibson and Michael Keaton are co-stars? Hmm. I cannot. I can't um, either. But um, before you guys start figuring out what movies they are actually in and how to connect them, let's go ahead and run ourselves one more action card. Roll sound. Sound speed. Pictures up. Roll camera. Scene one. Take one. Marker. Camera set. Action. Oh, here we go. Um, all right. This actually gives me uh, gives me a thought back to one of the other things that was referenced earlier, but we're trying to connect milk. Gibson to Michael Keaton using movies where there's a race for the second round. I will give you 10 points for connecting Mel Gibson to Michael Keaton. And I will give you five points for every movie with a race that you can mention in between those two guys. Let's get it on. What about a presidential campaign? You know what? I would probably allow that. That's considered a race. It didn't specify a foot race or a vehicle race or a, Dog race. <laughs> Rat race. <laughs> Rat. There's a race in that. Wow. 
you may have just given some clues away, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Why can I not remember her name right now? I say Paul, it all the time. Paul said that last round. <laughs> it's like, this is just the way the game goes, I think. It's the microphone, remember? It drops IQ points. I was listening to a podcast the other day that had Bob Saget on it, and he was talking about <clears throat> he was talking about going to the comedy store in the seventies and eighties and seeing stand up acts like Michael Keaton. Which I had no idea he had a stand up comedy it's attempt so, or career. So many of, of your your big actors from from you know like that that time period yeah so many sure. of them got their foot in the door through through the comedy store and the, the whole la stand-up scene oh for sure it's wild i have yet to uh find a good video of it but it's still on my list to look up michael keaton stand-up comedy he's a funny guy uh and he's done a lot more comedic work post batman i guess which is really <laughs> the first time <laughs> i remember being overly exposed to michael keaton there so <laughs> this is and I'm the way I'm doing that. I'm just you know putting an actor. Okay, they were in this movie with a lot of people, so right. I should be able to figure a connection. Okay, who was one of those people? Oh, they were in this movie with a lot of people, and so I'm I'm getting all these movies with <laughs> a lot of people. Sure. And I would really like it if there was some direction to it. <laughs> yeah, I know how that goes. Those ensemble cast ones sometimes will get you into a bigger hole than than not so i've got it i'm locked in i have two race movies and oh boy. this is kind of ridiculous <laughs> paul aaron the hollywood paul paul hollywood oh isn't that the guy's name from uh the great british <laughs> great british speaking show which <laughs> if you had asked me that question two days ago i wouldn't have known it my really? wife watched like 17 episodes of that yesterday so. that's so good well we are the hollywood cast connection and your name is paul i'm just going to call you paul hollywood from now on <laughs> glad i realized this halfway through the show that i could do that paul hollywood is locked in and apparently he's called his shot by saying he's got some race movies so uh paul mclaughlin what are you thinking I am, I think I am putting my final bits in here. As Paul Hollywood would say, you're putting the icing sugar on the top there. <laughs> the icing sugar. That's, uh, that's what they call powdered sugar in the UK on the Great British Baking Show. Gotcha. <laughs> Mel Gibson to Michael Keaton, right? Those are the guys, yep. Okay, I am locked. Oh, Paul McLaughlin is locked in as well. Well, since Paul McLaughlin went first last time, we're going to let Hollywood Paul go first this second round. Paul, what'd you come up with? Well, I remembered much too late in my deliberation that Michael Keaton was actually in Cars as Chick what? Hicks. Yeah. No way. It was Michael Keaton. Just in the first one, I think. But it definitely was. I had no idea. That's wild. So I clearly used cars because of the races. Okay. Uh, and I connected to Bonnie Hunt in cars, who I connected to Robin Williams in Jumanji, which autocorrects to humankind when you type it out. <laughs> that's I funny. almost left it there. I was like, what is humankind? I didn't that's not a movie. <laughs> uh, but Robin Williams was in 
um, August Rush, where Freddie Highmore played the the titular character. Sure. Um, and Freddie Highmore also played the twins Jared and Simon in the Spiderwick Chronicles with David Strathairn. He played Arthur Spiderwick. Uh, David Strathairn, what a deep cut. That guy is great. Um, for those of you who may not know who that is by his name, look him up. And I'm sure you will recognize his face. So carry yeah, on, Paul. He's, he's been in lots Everything. of things. Like <laughs> yeah. the Bourne Ultimatum. All the Bourne movies I feel like he was in. But yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, than anyone that he was in, but I I said Ultimatum because I don't remember that he was in Identity. But oh, is that the one you used? <laughs> yeah, Ultimatum is the one I used, and nice. I connected him to Matt Damon in The Born Ultimatum, and Matt Damon played uh, Carol Shelby in Ford v Ferrari with Christian Bale. Okay. Which has races in it, and yeah. Christian Bale was Thomas in Pocahontas, where Mel Gibson played. Um, John Smith. He so. did. Oh man, that was when I said earlier that I had thought of a random Batman connection because Christian Bale was Batman and Michael Keaton was Batman. Oh, yep. And I remembered Christian Bale being in Pocahontas, which I recently found out, very recently. Um, well, that's a great list. You got two, correct? We're counting yes. Ford v Ferrari and Cars. And Cars. Yep. That uh, you get ten points for the connection, ten points for your race movies. It's an additional 20 points. That puts you at 40 at the end of the second round, which is not a bad score. Paul McLaughlin, what did you come up with? All right. Starting out with Mel Gibson in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, which I am 90% had a had the big race scene. Oh, I believe that's correct for sure. Is that the one with uh, was Tina Turner in that movie? Tina Turner. Te- <laughs> that's yep. amazing. So. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with Tina Turner, who was nice. also in Tommy. Uh, Tommy had uh, Elton John as the pinball wizard. No way. Elton John was in Spice World, which did that have a race in it? I, I Oh, I don't remember. I, <laughs> I, I, I am not confident enough to say definitely I was in the room when it was on once and I, I saw like a 20 minute stretch of it. Okay. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. Race nice. was, was pinging to me, but I can't defend it hard enough. Right. Sure. Uh, okay. Spice world also had Alan Cumming. Okay. Who was in golden eye oh, with, nice. with Sean Bean. Yep. Who was in Lord of the Rings with Orlando Bloom? Yeah. Who was in uh, the second two Hobbit movies? Okay. Okay. With Benedict Cumberbatch. Well, well, sure. well, the, well the Battle of the Five of Armies. Them. Right. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch voicing Smog. Yep. Who was Doctor Strange in all the Avengers movies? Sure. Bringing us <laughs> to Tom Holland. Okay. In Spider-Man: Homecoming, okay. to Michael Keaton as oh, Vulture. Oh, nice! Very cool. Good deal. What a list, man! That's great. I don't think we would ever have Tommy or Spice World on this, <laughs> yeah. but those are two great, uh, great links there. That's amazing. Um, and for race movies, you were just counting one for yourself. I, well, I had or? Mad Max: Mount Thunderdome. Uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. I I was trying to, you know. While they were racing to to get the, uh, the but, but I, <laughs> I, gotcha. I don't think we're going to count things like that. So. Right. I thought about Lord of the Rings for a minute, but 
surprisingly, they run for 12 hours every movie, and there's no racing going on. It's <laughs> just running. That's my hot take on Lord of the Rings. Uh, well, that's fantastic. So you got a 10 points for completing the list there, and then five points for one race movie. That adds 15 to your score. You are at 35. At the end of the second round, it is Hollywood Paul, Paul Hollywood, uh, with 40 points. Paul McLaughlin with 35 points. And we're going to take one quick break, let you know about our social media. We will be right back with our special features round. Hey, it's Sam. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. Just wanted to jump in here and invite you to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on both of those platforms at Hollywood Cast Connection. Each week we post information and trivia from the episode. Uh, feel free to join us over there and let us know how you did with the connections from this week's game. We look forward to seeing you there and enjoy the rest of the episode. Thanks. And we are back from our social media break. I did want to let everybody know that I did not mention in the social media audio queue there. You can email us if you want to be on the show or if you have a suggestion for an action card or a special features round. We would love to interact with you and we would love to hear your ideas. Our email address is hollywoodcastconnection at gmail.com. Um, please reach out. We love it. All right. Well, t I am very excited about today's special features round, not just because I wrote it, but uh, I think it's going to be fun for everybody. It's fun when we have people on. Uh, we tend to get a lot of the same information on what people's strong points are. So um, some of that we've already mentioned today. But uh, as you can imagine, the ones that we hear the most are Lord of the Rings, MCU, Harry Potter, and Star Wars. Uh, which is great for us because those are some of our favorites. Well, Paul Hollywood likes Lord of the Rings. Everybody knows how I feel about it. But uh, <laughs> what I have done today is uh, taken all four of those franchises and mashed them all together. Um, those being the huge franchise nexuses that they are, uh, it only makes sense that the people from those movies would have worked together in other things. So what I'm going to do is read a description of a movie using the character names from those four franchises, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, MCU, and Star Wars. And you have to tell me what the movie is. It's not going to be a Lord of the Rings, a Harry Potter, a Star Wars, or an MCU movie, but I'm going to use the character names from those movies. Does that make sense? Like if I, I here's, so. here's, here's one example that I won't use, um, on the game, but I'll just give it to you as an example. If I said Thor and Valkyrie team up again to fight villains, not from this world, but this time under Qui-Gon Jinn's questionable leadership, that would be men in black international because Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson and Liam Neeson are all in that movie. The actual game will be easier than the one I just gave you. It's <laughs> an example. I am very glad about that. We are getting into <laughs> where I am bad, bad at things. <laughs> I think you'll have a fun time with this. Um, really, if I say the character's name, if you just think of movies that have those actors in them, I think you'll probably do just fine. Uh, starting out at the beginning of the special features round, again, Paul Hollywood has 40, Paul McLaughlin has 35. 
I have five of these that are going to be worth 10 points each. Are we ready to get started, fellas? Let's do it. Yes. Let's do it. Number one, Sirius Black attempts to hijack Han Solo's aircraft while Nova Prime handles negotiations on land. I got it. Paul Hollywood uh, thinks he's got it. That's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've got this. Oh, both Pauls have got it. Uh, Paul Hollywood, since you logged in first, what are you thinking? That is Air Force One. That's a good guess. Paul McLaughlin, what are you thinking? Well, I hope it's a good guess because it's my guess too. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It is the correct guess. Sirius Black being Gary Oldman, the Nova Prime being Glenn Close, and Han Solo, of course, being Harrison Ford. Uh, so that adds 10 points to both of your scores. It is now 50 to 45. And we're going to go to number two. Gandalf the Grey and young Obi-Wan Kenobi sing songs to convince Hermione Granger to give in to Stockholm Syndrome. Have I stumped you already on the second one? I thought this one was easy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of... Of the first guy in anything other than X-Men. <laughs> I actually play-tested play this one with our little brother, and he nailed it immediately. <laughs> what? Yeah. That can't be right. I'm so confused by that. If you can't get it from the characters, maybe think about the plot points. Would you like for me to read it one more time? Oh, I've got it. Paul McLaughlin's got it, so I'm not going to read it one more time. I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you you, <laughs> you 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 know suggested going at it from that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Since Paul is locked in, Paul Hollywood, um, you can talk it out. What do you know about the character names that I just gave you? Uh, well, I know who they were all played by. And I'm think I'm feeling like it's going to be an animated movie. But I could be totally wrong about that. But that's where my brain is right now. Like trolls or something is what I'm... But it's not... It can't... Mm, I haven't seen trolls. So if it is trolls... I don't know. I'll just, I'll just guess. That's all I've got. Paul Hollywood, your guess is trolls. Yeah. Paul McLaughlin, what'd you come up with? Well, you you say Stockholm syndrome. That's a tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is correct. <laughs> oh my goodness! I completely forgot <laughs> that those two guys were in that. I definitely I, saw it. It was, it was Emma Watson that that yep. you know was the the Emma giveaway. Watson. Hermione Granger, yep, for sure. So Gandalf, Ian McKellen was the clock, and Obi Wan, young Obi Wan Kenobi, Ewan McGregor was Lumiere, the candlestick. Oh, we have a lead change, fellas. It is now fifty for Paul Hollywood and fifty-five for Paul McLaughlin. Whoo! Am I saying your name right? You are. Yep. McLaughlin or McLaughlin? I think McLaughlin. I both. Did I say? I, 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 I don't think you you put an F in there at all. I think I may have just, no. uh, but yeah. Let's put it this way. I've heard that so many times. It doesn't even really <laughs> register anymore. Gotcha. All right. We're going into number three. Um, 
which I think both of you guys should probably get, considering the franchises that we have mentioned just in this week's game or in this <coughs> today's game so far. Number three, Qui Gon Jinn enlists the help of Trevor Slattery, even though he is not the real Mandarin, to save his people from Voldemort's cruelty. I know all the actors that you're looking for. Speaking of not the real Mandarin, this is a sidetrack. Did you know that the guy uh, in the broadcast in that scene when he's like, if the president doesn't call this phone, I'm going to shoot this guy. The guy that he quote unquote shoots is even Steven's dad. <laughs> oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> From the Shia LaBeouf uh, series? Yep. Yep. No way. That's funny. Paul McLaughlin, what are you thinking? I, what, what was the, uh, uh, not, not, not the, oh, the Mandarin. Right. God, that's the Mandarin. Mm-hmm. He was a, uh, he's a villain in the MCU who was actually one guy, but was presented to the public as another guy in one of the MCU movies. Yeah, I know all the actors, and I know two of them are in a movie, and I'm fairly certain about the third. But it's not a movie that I've seen, so the plot isn't going to help me. But I'm pretty sure that, I, that I've that i got it. So you're locking in? Yes. Paul Hollywood is locking in. Well, it doesn't help that I... What was the... Uh, Trevor Slater... Trevor Slattery. Trevor mm-hmm. Slattery. That that is not ringing any bells at all to me. <laughs> it, it shouldn't. That's not going to help you at all, I think. That was... th- throughout the movie, he was known as the Mandarin, which is why I said, even though he's not the real Mandarin, um, but when he's revealed to not be the real Mandarin, he introduces himself as Trevor Slattery. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So, Liam Neeson and Ralph Fiennes. Mm-hmm. You could probably get it without the Trevor Slattery part. If you just thought Qui-Gon Jinn enlists the help of someone to save his people from Voldemort's cruelty. From from Ralph Fiennes. Okay. Uh, then the only thing that I can put together with this then would be Taken. Okay. Taken is Paul McLaughlin's guess. Paul, what did you come up with? Yeah, is it by any chance Schindler's List? It is Schindler's List. (laughs) That's a huge relief. And I feel like I didn't need to tell everyone that I haven't seen Schindler's List. It's okay. That just means you have to watch it between now and next episode. (laughs) Trevor Slattery was played by Ben Kingsley. And uh, Liam Neeson and Ben Kingsley worked together in Schindler's List to try to get the Jews out of Poland there. Because Ray Fiennes was the Nazi, who was really mean. Yeah, he was. He was awful. So evil in that. <laughs> For sure. I and mean, he was beyond Nazi evil in that. <laughs> right. Uh, oh, we've got another lead change again there. So at the end of the third question, third of five, it's now 60 for Paul Hollywood to 55 for Paul McLaughlin. We're going to do two more of these, and we'll see what uh, what comes out at the very end here. Number four. Maybe a deeper cut. 
Not to say that the other ones weren't, but this one may be a little bit more of a stretch of the imagination. Number four, Severus Snape and Peter Pettigrew head up the resistance against Bellatrix Lestrange and her assassin, Count Dooku. And I know Paul Hollywood is not familiar with the Harry Potter movies, so those may be clues for Paul McLaughlin there. Severus Snape and Peter Pettigrew head up the resistance against Bellatrix Lestrange and her assassin, Count Dooku. I had so much fun writing these. <laughs> it was just very interesting to see how many of these characters have been in movies together. So Paul M., those characters probably ring a lot more bells to you than they do to my Paul. I Yeah, I, I've definitely got all the characters i've got three of the actors i'm not really sure who who played peter pettigrew um yeah that's the one i thought may be the deeper cut there all right i know some of the actors you're looking for but it's not making sense in my mind because of the count dooku part what i'm thinking of fits the rest of it i think <laughs> oh i've got it yeah 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 i'm locked in <laughs> paul mclaughlin is locked in paul hollywood what are you coming up with well i've got christopher lee i've got alan rickman i've got um Shoot, now his name is falling out of my head. <laughs> Spall, Timothy Spall. And I know Alan Rickman and Timothy Spall worked together as bad guys in um, Sweeney Todd. But Count Dooku is the part that's throwing me off because I don't remember him being in that. But I could be wrong. So I guess I will just guess Sweeney Todd. Paul Hollywood is locked in with a guess of Sweeney Todd, which is an interesting guess. Paul McLaughlin, what did you come up with? You are wrong in that you are right. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sweeney Todd. Uh, ooh, that's not the one that I have, though, actually. Oh. Um, which is funny because I think all of those people are indeed in that movie. Um, they are. Yeah, Helena Bonham Carter, Alan Rickman, Timothy Spall, and Christopher Lee are all in those movies. But the plot doesn't necessarily fit. So I may give you points, guys, at the end of this, but I'm going to read what I have here. Uh, Alan Rickman, who was Severus Snape, played a caterpillar. Peter Pettigrew, oh. who was Timothy Spall, played a dog. And they headed up the resistance against Bellatrix Lestrange, who was Helena Bonham Carter, or the Red Queen, and her assassin, Count Dooku, who was the Jabberwocky. The Jabberwocky. Yep. In I Alice forgot. in Wonderland. So, um, you know what? Because they're all in the same movies, um, I will give you guys both points. So we will be at 70 to 65. It doesn't really do anything for lead change or for score changes. But I didn't actually remember that Christopher Lee was in <laughs> Sweeney Todd. Uh, I didn't But either. he definitely was. Uh, was he? I'm, I'm I just pulled it up. My... I just pulled it up, and he's definitely listed. He may have been the narrator. He and Tim Burton actually worked together a lot because he was in 
Charlie and the Chocolate Factory as well. He was the, uh, uh, his dad. Okay. Uh, he he did film scenes that were cut. Oh, well, there you go. Either way, the score is still five points apart. But um, that was a very good guess. And they're both directed by the same guy. So at least you had your minds in the right place there. Um, but that means it's going to come down to the last one here. Um, and the last one may be a gimme. Um, I just think it's a fun one. I had a different one I was going to use for the last one, but this one actually I think is way more fun. So number five for our special features round and the deciding factor as it is now five points between the two of you, Thanos and his brother Samwise attempt to outwit a local crime family in their quest for treasure. Yep. I got you're, it. You're locked in? Unless I'm wrong. Paul Hollywood is locked in. Thanos and his brother Samwise Gamgee <laughs> attempt to outwit a local crime family in their quest for treasure. So, something with Josh Brolin and Sean Astin. <laughs> what? I guarantee you have seen this movie. It's one that I saw a lot and never paid attention to who was actually in it until recently. And then you have one of those where you're standing up and shouting at the TV. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put a guess out there just because I know. Well, I know Sean Astin was in it and. Uh, okay. Okay. Since you're saying you know that I have seen it, I'm going to make some assumptions here that you are making some assumptions here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I have never, even though as a 52-year-old guy who came up in the 80s and it's right in my sweet spot, never saw The Goonies. Never seen it. I think you might be going there. So let's take a shot at that. Paul and, and my is wife is behind in. me whispering, you've never seen the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> Paul is locking in with the Goonies. Hollywood, Paul, what'd you come up with? Yeah. All I needed was uh, Sam Gamgee on a quest for treasure and it, it had to be the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> the Goonies is the correct answer. Yeah. They actually play brothers. Uh, Josh Brolin plays his older brother. Um, very young Josh Brolin, which is funny. Uh, it's one of those things where I watched it in the past year and was like, is that Josh Brolin? <laughs> like in this movie here. Um, me having a 12-year-old and an 8-year-old, they're getting to the point where they want to watch those kind of movies now. So that is a correct answer for both guys, um, which brings the final scores to Paul McLaughlin with 75, which is close, but not quite enough to beat Paul Hollywood, who ends the game with 80 points. What a fantastic game, fellas, and what a close finish, 80 to 75. That might be the closest we've ever had. Hey, I, I went into this thinking, okay, it'll be like 80 to 5. So. <laughs> <laughs> you did very well, and you came up with some very deep cuts. I was very proud of you for that, so that was amazing. Thank you much. Yeah, this was a blast. That's awesome, man. Well, we're glad that you were able to join us and uh, and had so much fun with it. And anytime you want to come back on, we'd be happy to have you. Um, you are 
a very well-known name and a very uh, well-respected member of the community here of the podcast. Yeah, I've got uh, them. I've got them all fooled. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Uh, Well, you fooled me today too. I mean, even even going into this saying that you may not uh, do very well, you you were very close to overtaking our Paul there. And congratulations, Paul Hollywood, on uh, on a good finish and a great win today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely a great game. You you gave me a real run for my money, even though you told me not to expect it. But <laughs> but I had a lot of fun, and I appreciate you uh, coming on. I think that's what he does. He says he's going to be bad at it so that you kind of let your guard down, and then he sneaks yep. up on you. Yep. He almost had me. He almost had me. <laughs> it was very close. It was very had close. Had a lead for a minute there. Oh. <laughs> Well, thank you again, Paul, so much for joining us today. We had a, such a great time. Is there anything before we jump off that you would like to shout out or promote or mention um, before we before we wrap up for the day? Uh, well, since we are recording this on November 14th, uh, today is World Diabetes Day. I have a my, my older daughter is a type one diabetic. So that is always a cause near and dear to my heart. If anybody want, has a few extra bucks when nobody has any extra money right now, then hey. <laughs> Type one diabetes research is a, a wonderful cause, I think. So, oh, that's fantastic. That is definitely um, something that everybody should think about and promote. I know I have friends and relatives that are diabetic as well. So, um, you know what? I'll get a link from you, Paul, and we will throw it up in the show notes so that people can donate to that cause because cool. that is definitely very worthy. Thank you for bringing that up, uh, Hollywood Paul. Anything you want to shout out? Yeah, I want to thank uh, Michael Keaton and Christian Bale for being a, uh, obscure, playing obscure roles in kids' movies so that I could use them in the game today. Thank you to those guys. I'll make sure they get a card from us with that specific thank you on that. Um, well, I don't have anything to shout out, but other than thank you again, Paul, for joining us. This has been a really good time. And I have been Sam. That has been Paul. And that has been Paul. They've been the Pauls, and uh, we've been the Hollywood Cast Connection, and we'll see you guys next time.